Broadcasting live from atop the Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West, you are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk Show. All right. Happy to have you along, my fellow Americans. Sam Bushman and Kirk Crosby live on your radio. Hard-hitting news that it refused to use, no doubt, starts now. This is the broadcast for September the 9th of the year of our Lord, 2020. This is our one of two and our goal always to protect life, liberty, and property and to promote God, family, and country on your radio and the traditions of our founding fathers. Yes, indeed, ladies and gentlemen, we use the blueprint for liberty, the supreme law of the land, the Constitution for the United States of America. That is our guide, and absolutely we're convinced the checks and balances brilliantly put in place by the founding fathers one of the great peaceful solutions we have at our fingertips. Also, we reject revolution. We stand for peaceful restoration of the greatest country on the face of the earth. Welcome to Liberty Roundtable Live, syndicated by LovingLiberty.net. And I want to be very clear about several things going on here. First, the recap of yesterday's broadcast. We had our guest on Mindy Croft. And Mindy is one of the plaintiffs in an incredible lawsuit in Utah against the governor of Utah and the Utah State Department of Health. Why, you say? Help the parents and the people of Utah assert themselves and reclaim their rights, ladies and gentlemen. You want to help them? There's a GoFundMe account. Search for Reclaim Our Rights. It'll pop up as one of the first things. But this lawsuit by the citizens suing the state of Utah's governor and the state of Utah Health Department. Why? Well, it's over masks, folks. Look, the governor has the authority to maybe mandate masks for 30 days and no more. But even when the state of Utah legislative body said we're not going to extend his mandate, he canceled it, created another one in an effort to circumvent the checks and balances and really obliterate the legislative responsibility. See, the checks and balances are all important here. Go, Mindy and crew, go is what we've got to say. Good for you folks. This is necessary. The governor has no authority. He's out of control. And Governor Gary Herbert flat out needs to be stopped. We also talked about Joe Biden, whacked out as he is, as a U.S. senator. He spoke of transforming China through trade. But as a presidential candidate... Two decades later, now Biden is saying, well, he's denouncing China as a dictatorship. Senator Bernie Sanders is all whacked out. He's called for a, quote, contingency plan in the event that President Trump would refuse to leave office if he doesn't get elected. Believe it or not, Chuck Schumer's offered his full support for the plan. These people are off the rails crazy. Hour two, Liberty Roundtable Live yesterday, ladies and gentlemen. Bloomberg given $100 million to historically black medical schools. What if somebody gave that kind of money to historically white medical schools? By the way, why do we even have white and black medical schools? Oh, because America used to be racist and they wouldn't the blacks let the blacks in? Mm. Is there a problem with having different schools for different people? You used to have men and women's schools too, right? Separate men, separate women's schools. Schools are now facing fierce backlash for asking parents to sign a waiver saying that they won't observe 
online sex education classes they don't want the parents to see. I just say yank your kids out of government school. That's the first thing you should be doing. Congressional staffer demands complete destruction of white men. This is the kind of demanded language that passes for normal these days, folks. We also talked about this Israel big deal. May strike a blow against China's um, Belt and Road ambitions. Bottom line is China making serious moves all over the world to be, quote, dominant. Primarily with the money that we use to fund them as we have incredible trade deficits. Who's the only one standing up to China to some degree? The answer, President Trump. Nobody else is. Republicans past haven't. Ross Perot did back in the day. You and I, but very few of us, that's for sure. Chinese pastors now order to praise. Whacked out government leaders in China. Yeah, they are forcing you to praise from the pulpit. Or else you'll risk closure. Yeah, Chris or police are telling Christians in China, they, well, they can't believe in God. We're not as far along that road, but we're not close, or we're not too far behind, are we? Obama's White House doctor, you heard me, Obama's White House doctor. Biden's just lost. He can't form sentences. Sometimes he can't complete a thought. We also talked about absolute hypocrisy. Gyms for the government down in San Francisco remain open. I guess the government employees didn't have to close their gyms, but the private sector did. A teacher got fired for accidentally calling a transgender student. She now going to court. Yeah, popular culture has people scared they'll lose their jobs if they don't toe the line. We also talked about a tax bomb. YouTuber Jake Paul ordered $2 million in federal taxes before the FBI raided his house. The point is he was out of state and they knew it. And they came in like a bunch of thugs. Yeah, they seized guns from his L.A. mansion. And you say, well, that's the IRS. Yeah, but they didn't even make any arrests, ladies and gentlemen. They couldn't comment on the sealed warrant. You got to kind of wonder, though, how do you say that warrant's sealed? We're going to go in and raid your house. You're out of state. You're not even there. We're not going to arrest anybody, but we're going to say the warrant's sealed and you can't know about it. When is somebody going to stand up to the IRS? Oh, the only person who's done so in modern times? Steve Stockman. Poor guy's in prison. Our prayers are with him. What a shame that is. We also talked about a mid-global rush to discover vaccine. The World Health Organization chief said no silver bullet for the coronavirus. However, local doctor Richard Bartlett seems to have. He has the silver bullet for the COVID-19. He says what I'm using is udesonide. It's an inhaled steroid that doesn't have the side effects of total body steroids. He's on to something, folks. He says it has the benefits, though. Why don't we, you know what, let Dr. Richard Bar- Bartlett and others stand on the stage with maybe Scott Atlas and others and take on old Fauci, huh? Man, I wish I could make that happen. I'll tell you that right now. And that's a recap of the broadcast that took place yesterday. Man, we cover more news than anybody on the planet. At least more relevant news, that's for sure. All right, without further ado, news that Network refused to use starts now. Kirk Cosby's with me. Welcome, sir. Buenos dias. Uh, greetings and salutations. Howdy, howdy, howdy. Thank you, Sam. Larry Pratt, welcome back, sir. Good to be back. Thanks so much, Sam. 
you know, there's some good things that uh, are happening. The uh, uh, southern part of Colorado has a uh, rather large geographical district, and a <clears throat> Republican congressman was upended in a primary not too long ago, uh, Scott Tipton. And um, the lady that uh, beat him pretty soundly uh, is um, uh, probably not going to play well with children, other children, when she gets into the Washington, D.C. sandbox. Uh, Lauren Bobert, B-O-B-E-R-T, um, runs a, um, a shooter's grill. It's a it's an eating establishment, and the Second Amendment advocate suitably has her uh, her restaurant and bar in uh, the town of Rifle, Colorado. I'm not making this up. <laughs> and and uh, she uh, politically took aim and uh, took down uh, a rhino, uh, and she, I think, is going to be on her way to Congress, hopefully. Um, she uh, has all the the, uh, the earmarks of somebody that we really should be getting behind. She's uh, 33, she got four boys, and she's running this business, and she's uh, described as an evangelical Christian. Um, she's serious as a heart attack, and uh, hopefully she will be able to maintain her steady course when she gets to the D.C. swamp, which is always a challenge. For I've seen it so many times when people uh, with very good intentions and good background get to Washington, and Washington is indeed a swamp, and if you don't watch your step, you can start getting sucked in uh, to the D.C. swamp, just like uh, an actual swamp if you put your foot in the wrong place there. So... Anyway, Lauren Bobert is hopefully on her way to uh, uh, give the Washington establishment a little lesson in uh, uh, new politics. All right, Lauren Bobert, Shooter's Grill owner, gun rights advocate, upsets House GOP. That really is the bottom line. So she's going to Washington. Great job by her. There's been battles though. They've tried to shut down the shooters' grill well, several she, times too. Right? She won the, she won the primary, and now, oh, now she's the Republican. Uh, she's going against the Democrat Diane Mitch Bush, I guess uh, another Bush somewhere. Uh, oh, we need another all Bush. Over the huh? place it seems like. Uh, but anyway, uh, that's the way I understand. Larry, <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, right. Well, maybe it's their true colors coming out. Uh, <laughs> the, Especially uh, when Donald Trump's around, you know. He kind of brings that out of them if they are anyway, uh, really inclined the question. to be Is the shooter's grill open now or shut? I know that we kind of they tried to shut her down. She defied the orders, and yeah, she's open for business, and it's never been better. Uh, when you, we get back from the break, I'll uh, bring something up on that. Love it. Do so in seconds. Also, a mystery man's going to launch a podcast. I'll tell you who it is coming up as well. You got Larry Pratt, Kirk Crosby, Sam Bushman in the roundtable. News the networks refuse to use. Live. You know where the solution can be found, Mr. President? In churches, in wedding chapels, in maternity wards across the country and around the world. 
More babies will mean forward-looking adults, the sort we need to tackle long-term, large-scale problems. American babies in particular are likely going to be wealthier, better educated, and more conservation-minded than children raised in still industrializing countries. As economist Tyler Cowen recently wrote, quote, by having more children, you're making your nation more populous, thus boosting its capacity to solve climate change. The planet does not need for us to think globally and act locally so much as it needs us to think family and act personally. The solution to so many of our problems at all times and in all places is to fall in love, get married, and have some kids. Have we realized the assault against our lives, our liberties, our faith? To defeat this assault, Christians and all people of goodwill should have strategies to prevail in our faith and principles, which are simple. No need for a complex formula. One goal, one aim. A strategy like the heroic Christians of the past. We win, they lose. Nothing less. Big Q, Little Q. The calm before the storm by a friend of Megagoria. The strategy of heaven revealed. Big Q, Little Q. The calm before the storm. Available on Amazon.com or by calling Caritas in the U.S. at 205-672-2000. All right, she's a female and she upset the GOP. Her name is Lauren Bobert. She owns Shooter's Grill. It's in Rifle, Colorado. And Larry Pratt saying it's open live and well, huh, sir? It is. Uh, the Democrat governor was uh, uh, had issued an order back uh, a little bit, uh, ordering all these. Uh, uh, places like hers to be shut down, and uh, she said, "Well, you don't have any authority to do that, other than how you feel, and that's not authority." And um, uh, meanwhile, this is my business. This is what uh, uh, my family is depending on. And uh, no, we're not going to shut down. And she's still going. And uh, not long ago, I went online, and there was an ABS, uh, ABC special uh, on her. And uh, they, among the people they had interviewed was one of the patrons in the grill, bar and grill, uh, had come over from Nebraska, uh, which out west, I guess, isn't really that far. <laughs> anyway, he'd gone however many hours that might have been. Uh, to have dinner at the rifle uh, at rifles uh, uh, shooters grill uh, because he wanted to show his support and he he'd seen how this gal was getting all beat up on by the uh, government uh, authorities using illegitimate authority and he said, no I'm going to go have dinner over there he and his wife went over and had dinner I thought it was lovely <laughs> so anyway amen uh, to that where's rifle Colorado Kurt do you know. It's about two I'm just hours and a half on. south of Denver. Say again, Larry. Mm, very about good. Half hour south of Denver. It's on an interstate, so it's not that hard to get to, even though it's a teeny tiny little dot 
on a map. It's not a big place, but um, and it's on the western slope. So you got to go through first range of mountains uh, to get there. Um, but it's um, it is off an interstate, so that kind of takes some of it. Hey, the- man, Kurt Crosby wants to fly out there and go to the Shooter's Grill, don't you, Kurt? <laughs> Yeah. Well, I'm just checking to see Kurt's what checking. the travel I want to time go. is. Kurt's not you know. sure if he wants to go, but I want to go. <laughs> well, what I mean is uh, how long it is and, you know, how to get there. you got to fly in, like buddy. That. you got to find out the nearest yeah. airport there to arrive for Colorado. As the support of the local sheriff, and uh, he told this ABC uh, reporter uh, that he really liked their hamburgers. <laughs> It's. Uh, I don't think she's going away anytime soon, and and the district is such that she probably could win this, this seat, especially with Trump uh, being uh, so strong this year in the polls, uh, the, the real polls, not the ones that we keep being treated to. Uh, I think Trump uh, uh, on election day can win strongly. Our challenge, and why I got involved in our local uh, election judge operation. Uh, uh, it's really a nonpartisan function. Uh, I wanted to make sure that uh, if Trump indeed wins big on election night, that they don't take it away from him a week later. And so I want to be part of that process. They got cool names down there, man. They got Rifle Colorado. They got Parachute Colorado about three miles away. <laughs> they got Battleman Mesa. Newcastle, Colorado. You know, pretty neat stuff down there. It's a, it's a very nice part of the country. Uh, Eric Pratt, GOA's executive director, went out there uh, and over the weekend had an appearance with uh, Bobert. And uh, I, I think uh, uh, some of the national attention may be uh, really uh, stepping up. Uh, but the business is great at the grill. You uh, uh, you, I don't know if they take reservations, but you certainly are not going to be in an empty establishment. And this uh, whole six-foot six uh, business is uh, not terribly much observed there. Uh, it's either observe it and go out of business or stay in business and stay healthy because you can afford to eat right. All right, you got Mason. By the way, uh, all the- Colorado, about 52 miles away, Kurt. Yep. That's right. It's a little less than five hours for the drive, Sam. Um, all the, uh, I want to wait- fly, all- my friend. Well, I'm just telling you the drive. I don't know about the flight, uh, but, you know, you got to go through TSA a couple of times and all that stuff, so probably end up the same amount. Uh, but, you know, you've got uh, all the waitresses with uh, their packing. They're they packing are fries pack- and, and uh, you know, um, their own pistols. Um, as uh, Bobert said uh, during this uh, ABC interview, she was more worried about somebody burning a hamburger in the kitchen than she was somebody getting shot out in the restaurant. <laughs> I think she's got it figured out right. She uh, she knows what she's doing, and the, the gals that are working there, I mean, they're not just carrying little uh, thirty-two pistols; they're carrying big old hogs strapped to their leg. They are literally strapping. <laughs> So I think she's become iconic, and uh, she's uh, she's a very articulate person. So we've got somebody uh, uh, of the first class, I think, that's on the way to uh, to Washington, and uh, uh, it'll that'll help uh, keep things uh, stirred up a bit, which is very very much needed. All right, it's about 150 miles from Denver and about 240 miles from Salt Lake City. So I don't think that flying makes any sense, even though that's what I'd like to do.
Well, you're, you're probably right airport, because yeah. of the TSA. Uh, they they can really add to the trip, and um, it's a it's a straight shot. The the roads are pretty much uh, uh, straight as an arrow in that area where you would be coming from anyway. And the interstates are pretty good to, to drive on. So, yeah, she's she's having a um, uh, no loss or lack of business, uh, apparently, since she had her little run-in with Beta O'Rourke. You remember, perhaps you've forgotten. It's fine because he should be forgotten. But Beto O'Rourke was a three-term congressman from the uh, uh, Texas border area uh, with uh, Mexico. And... Um, Beto O'Rourke um, decided that um, uh, gun confiscation was cool, and he wanted to. He he, he said, "Well, uh, he was answering some some reporter's question. He said, well, hell yes, I'll t- uh, I'm going to take uh, AR-15s and AK-47s.'" And uh, when Bobert heard that, uh, she uh, told the press, "Hell no, you won't take them here." And <laughs> so she's uh, she's uh, coming to fight. I don't think she's coming to just uh, settle in and be part of the same old, same old. Well, and we need more of that. And what was interesting at the Republican, uh, I'm trying to think what they call that. What was that thing they had the other day? Well, it was a variation of a convention, a series of speakers that they had, and and I, I was very pleased, frankly, with what I saw. They had a, yeah. My a whole point: there's a whole new rather, breed. You know, I haven't been really high on the Republicans in recent years, Larry, because it's just the same old swamp monsters. But you know what? There was a different crowd there this time, wasn't there? It, there definitely was, and uh, they uh, they made an effort to reach out. To blacks, but not just uh, somebody uh, that might have been stereotypical on welfare or whatever. Uh, they had this magnificent uh, lady uh, that uh, Trump had pardoned, Alice Johnson, uh, who is just a, an articulate uh, Christian, understands the problem of uh, government overreach. Uh, they had a, the attorney general of Kentucky come in. Uh, he's a young black guy, and uh, he looks like he might be a, a soldier. He's very trim. And um, these were the very wonderful spokesmen that they had come in to represent the Republican Party. And I just can't imagine that in the past, say under a John Boehner, who was at the one time Speaker of the House, or even currently Mitch McConnell, who's um, he's not the worst problem the Republicans have given us, but he's not the best either. I just can't imagine any of these standard Republican types in Washington having come up with something like that Republican convention. And I think it probably had Trump's uh, hands all over it. Uh, the uh, t- TV impresario has really put together a new face for the Republican Party. And the old swamp monsters of the Republican Party are all hanging out with the Democrats, aren't they, Kurt? <laughs> well, yeah, they're uh, Romney, et cetera, you know, we're all just... Boy, um, the Romneys and the Bushes and the other worlds are kind of going, oh, man, we better hang out with the Democrats. They're more our style and speed. Right, For sure, more they didn't have a role to play in this convention. They wouldn't have been comfortable there. Yeah, yeah, I mean, right. it was just nice not to have Mitch... Uh, Romney. I uh, have the Republican convention at Shooter's Grill. Yeah. 
Well, she might have had to get a few trailers to handle the overflow, but <laughs> yeah, right. You're, I think you got the right spirit. <laughs> Amen to that. Hey, Kurt, do you have more on the shooter's grill thing you wanted to mention? Mm, not, not really, but uh, I recommend a visit to the shooter's grill as often as possible. Well, then why don't you guys just hang on? I got some news for you coming up, okay? It's going to be really important news that I got happening now. Me, me and a few ladies, we got something planned for you. Exposing corruption, informing citizens, pursuing liberty. You're listening to Liberty News Radio. USA Radio News with Chris Barnes. Drug giant AstraZeneca hitting the brakes on global trials of what it says is still a promising coronavirus vaccine after one of its volunteers became ill. The White House Coronavirus Task Force member, Dr. Anthony Fauci, saying this morning it's not unusual for that to happen during clinical trials. We see this generally for the most part, but you don't know until you investigate it. It's an adverse event that's related to something else that just happened to have occurred during the period of time that the clinical trial was on. He was speaking on CBS this morning. Heavy snow is slowing a raging wildfire in northern Colorado. The camera and peak fire west of Fort Collins nearly tripled in size over three days before the cold front with rain and snow slowed it down late yesterday. And you're listening to USA Radio News. Can the daily recommended servings of fruits and vegetables fit into just six capsules? Yes. We start by sourcing organically grown whole fruits and vegetables. We ensure they are picked at peak ripeness. All of our produce is third-party tested for pesticides, heavy metals, bad bacteria, and nutrients. They are then washed, cut, and put through an advanced vacuum-cold process, which removes the water using pressure. This maximizes the nutritional value while preserving the color, smell, and taste of the fruit or vegetable. The freeze-dried food is then ground into a fine powder without adding any additives, fillers, or extracts. These powdered foods are then mixed in our proprietary blends and encapsulated, locking out air and moisture. The capsules are then bottled and shipped directly to our customers. Balance of Nature is now offering 35% off on any new preferred order. Go to balanceofnature.com today and use discount code USA. California is not the only state in the West dealing with massive wildfires as the state of Washington is facing a record number of them. They're destroying homes and businesses and forcing evacuations by the thousands. Governor Jay Inslee is saying the state has never seen anything like it before. The devastation is all over our state from Vantage to Chelan to Omac to Spokane. A magnitude 3.1 earthquake striking in the east today. Freehold, New Jersey was ground zero. The U.S. Geological Survey confirming it, and residents took to social media expressing their shock as the rare occurrence happened with reports of shaking across that state. A TV personality is the new owner of a serial killer, John Wayne Gacy's prison artwork, Ghost Adventures star Zach Baggins, has purchased numerous pieces of art and letters that Gacy created while in prison. And this is USA Radio News.
I want to say one thing to the American people. I want you to listen to me. I'm going to say this again. I did not have sexual relations with that woman. Well, I, that's not what I meant to say. That's not at all what I'm trying to say. I, I'm trying to tell you that I started me a podcast. Did you hear it, Larry? I got into podcasting. <laughs> well, I must say, you had me fooled for a second. I thought uh, you'd managed to get Clinton piped in there. That's yeah. a very good uh, yeah. do of this uh this guy, but then we've been forced to listen to him for so long that I guess many of us have been able to practice <laughs> imitating him. Well, <laughs> His all, voice. all I'm telling you is, I started a podcast with iHeartMedia. <laughs> yes, indeed, 2021 in partnership with iHeartMedia. We're going to go ahead and do some podcasting now. All right. Yeah, deadlines reporting that now. Well, no, really, that true is story. A thing he, to hear. He really is starting a podcast. Deadlines reporting it. And I guess uh, he's doing it in conjunction with iHeartMedia, Kurt. Aren't you feeling good about that? Wow, I can't wait. <laughs> what I thought I'd do, what I thought I'd do, is I'd do my first podcast with all the Senate wives. What do you think of that idea? <laughs> it's going to be phenomenal. <laughs> I mean, this is just crazy town. Bill Clinton, of all people, this guy that the sexual predator blatantly so the Me Too movement doesn't touch him. Uh, every day we hear more about his involvement with Jeffrey Epstein and then and Elaine uh, Gislaine Maxwell, and they're running around. And now this guy takes to the campaign stage at the R, uh, DNC, and now he's going to start a podcast. Are you kidding me, Larry? And somehow Donald Trump uh, has behavior that's over the top, and we just can't bear it. And how embarrassing to have a country led by someone like Donald Trump. Yeah, we're kidding, all right. Uh, it's not, it was not an embarrassment uh, to have a guy who will be remembered as much as anything for his presidency by a blue dress. Hey, now let's not talk about that dress. I have a piece of that framed. Now, listen, <laughs> all I'm telling you is Joe Biden's in the news, too, man. This guy is a piece of work. You know, you think of that country song, Prop Me Up Beside the Jukebox When I Die. I want to go to heaven, but I sure don't want to go tonight kind of a thing. Here's Joe Biden. Listen to this guy. I not only don't want to defund the police, I'm the one calling for $300 billion, million more for local police, for community policing. I also think we should add uh, social workers and psychologists to help police on 911 calls. The only person calling to defund the police is, is Donald Trump. Look at his budget. He calls for cutting police funding for local, state and local help by $400 million. Once again, he's pathological. <laughs> he's amazing he just makes it up on the fly <laughs> i don't even know how to talk about this because president trump has backed the police more than any other president uh, in in the history uh, of the world he's got the endorsement of police organizations uh up and down uh, the the coast uh, here in the east and uh, probably elsewhere so they're national organizations uh, and for him to make that claim for biden to make that claim uh, it just shows he's in an alternate universe. But we've been seeing that for some time. It's really a shame. Yeah, but I mean, it is over the top now, though. When you literally say that Donald Trump is the only one calling to defund the police, I mean, what are you talking about? Right, right. When that's uh, Biden and his party's specialty, 
these days. I don't know what they were thinking that uh, uh, when you actually get to reduce the presence of police and you've been enforcing gun control so that people are not able to defend themselves, uh, it might not be so serious to withdraw the police if people could actually uh, protect themselves and pop a perp when they're attacked. But no, uh, they, they've been, they are really, um, it's almost scary to think what it would be like if they had more control than they already do. If you're wondering what a Biden presidency would look like, take a look at what it's like on the south side of Chicago uh, just about any night, or the city of Baltimore, day or night, uh, or any number of these other large urban areas, all run by Democrats. And uh, and he's saying that Donald Trump... Uh, as the enemy of the police who have – I don't think some of the police organizations that have endorsed him have endorsed Republicans before, and certainly not unanimously. All right, check this out. Now Joe Biden on the campaign trail. He's in Pennsylvania. He's so exhausted he can hardly stand up. His eyes are fluttering closed. He says, move it up here. What's he talking about? Exhausted Biden relies on teleprompter to ask answer questions. Trump asks, could you imagine if I got caught doing this? Kurt, you first, then Larry. I mean, this is just beyond amazing. Well, um, you know, he was trying to, what happens is they give him, they, they, uh, his staff gets questions um, given to him, and then they can fill out the answers for the uh, teleprompter. And so when he's trying to read it, he says, uh, move it up a little bit, you know. And, you know, poor old Joe is just, you know, I mean, Joe Hyden, Joe Biden, Joe, you know. But, but Joe, imagine whatever. this guy, though. What if Donald Trump had the teleprompter he's relying on like that? They would have a heyday, Larry. Yeah. Um, uh, when Trump's not reading the teleprompter, it's because he's improving on what was already there in his own inimical way. Uh, the guy's irrepressible. Uh, you know, at, in one level, I really feel sorry for Biden because it's almost as if he's kind of a, a comatose guy and they wheel him around like a potted plant, uh, hoping that they can uh, get past the November 3rd election before people realize that uh, this poor guy is not even capable of coming up the stairs from his basement, let alone uh, running the country. And, uh, you know, on the other hand, I remember that Biden has been after stealing my money, my liberty, uh, my family, uh, ever since he's been in politics for nearly five decades. Uh, this poor guy uh, really is a control freak. He's a socialist, and uh, that's that's a you know even if you don't like Donald Trump for whatever reason, the color of his hair, who knows. Uh, he describes certain countries uh, uh, rather graphically as asshole countries, which they are, by the way. I've been to some of them. Um, <laughs> some of our cities are, too. Um, so if his choice of language is the reason to, uh, to either not vote, casting in that way a half a vote for Biden, or to actually turn around and vote for Biden, uh, that's just a phenomenal lack of judgment. I got a question. Are we going to have a debate? You got Nancy Pelosi and others saying, hey, uh, Biden shouldn't even give Trump the time of day. Trump's not honorable, and therefore we shouldn't even have a debate. Do you think they will debate, number one? And number two, it's too late. Wait, People Pelosi already... says Trump's not honorable? 
Yeah. That's right. Pelosi. The salon girl? Yeah. Yes, salon gate Pelosi. That is correct. <laughs> hairdo, hairdo and Pocahontas say that, uh, you know, Trump's not honorable or whatever. And I look at this and I just go, do you think they'll even have a debate? And it's going to be too late because a lot of people have already got their ballots, right? Yes, I think that's probably true. Absentee voting. But uh, there's a lot more ballots out there. You just got to go by the your apartment building. There'll be a stack of them you can just pick up, um, you know, if you change your mind. I mean, now, you bring up a really important often. subject. And vote I'm with sure a smile and vote it. often, people. You've addressed it on other occasions, but this is a serious matter. There's a big, big difference between what the Democrats are proposing uh, for the election to mail every registered voter, uh, maybe registered 10 years after they died as well, um, and mail every one of them a ballot uh, versus the absentee vote. Now, my wife and I absentee voted because we were going to be away one election, and we went to the county municipal building about 25, 30 minutes away from where we live, big county, and uh, we went in and uh, got to a machine and voted on the machine. Um, now, that doesn't mean nothing could happen, but uh, that's a whole lot different from sending an indiscriminate blizzard of ballots out in the mail to the very people that I was uh, mentioning just a second ago that might have been dead for the last two, five, ten years, but they're still on the rolls. They're still a registered voter. And for them to get a ballot uh, means that any unscrupulous person living in that at, at that address, including the mailman who might be delivering the mail, uh, can vote that person's ballot. Oh, yeah, uh, Charlie Jones, uh, I know him. He's not going to use this ballot. I'll use it for him. Ain't democracy wonderful? Well, as Barack Obama said in the radio commercial that I put together, you know, it's sure glad we have Democrats in charge of the machines, huh, Larry? Uh, kind of reminds me of what uh, Stalin said, and it may have been what inspired Obama to say that. Uh, Stalin was uh, reported to have said that, uh, I don't care who votes. I just want to be in control of who counts the votes. <laughs> that kind of says it. <laughs> there you sure. have it. Says it all. Amen. <laughs> there you have it. Quick pause. Stay there, everybody. Liberty Roundtable Live. of the American West is alive and well in Range Magazine, the award-winning quarterly devoted to the issues that affect the American West, its people, lifestyles, lands, and wildlife. The Loving Liberty Radio Network is proud to support the publisher's efforts to provide an active forum for solutions that preserve the vanishing American cowboy, farmer, and sheep herder. Each issue contains informative articles on life in the American West, along with breathtaking imagery, as well as the culture of the cowboy spirit in our day. Each issue of Range Magazine also features great gift ideas, like the 2020 Real Buckaroo Calendar and the book Tales from Out There. Order online from rangemagazine.com. Just click on the shopping cart. The Loving Liberty Radio Network salutes the spirit of the American West and those who are keeping it alive at Range Magazine.
Foundation for Moral Law is a nonprofit legal foundation committed to protecting our unalienable right to publicly acknowledge God. The Foundation for Moral Law exists to restore the knowledge of God in law and government and to acknowledge and defend the truth that man is endowed with rights not by our fellow man, but by God. The Foundation maintains a twofold focus. First, litigation within state and federal courts. Second, education, conducting seminars to teach the necessity and importance of acknowledging God in law and government. How can you help? Please make a tax-deductible contribution, allowing Foundation attorneys to continue the fight. You may also purchase various Foundation products as well at morallaw.org. Located in Montgomery, Alabama, the Foundation for Moral Law is a nonprofit, tax-exempt 501c3, founded by Judge Roy Moore. Please partner with us to achieve this important mission, morallaw.org. As you know, I created this radio commercial to highlight the problem with voting, ladies and gentlemen. I don't know if Larry Pratt's been able to hear it, so I'm going to play it really quick and you can hear it, and then I'll have Larry Pratt respond, because he's right. This is a serious, serious issue. You ready for this, Larry? Shoot. Here it is. I'd invite Mr. Trump to stop whining and go try to make his case to get votes. The press has created a rigged system. They even want to try and rig the election. Well, I tell you what, it, it helps in Ohio that we got uh, Democrats in charge of the machines. And poisoned the mind of so many of our voters. At the polling booths, where so many cities are corrupt, and voter fraud is all too common. And then they say, oh, there's no voter fraud in our country. I come from Chicago. So, so I want to be honest. It's not as if it's just Republicans who have monkeyed around with elections in the past. Sometimes Democrats have to. You know, whenever people are in power, they're, you know, they have this tendency to try to, you know, tilt things in their direction. There's no one. You start whining before the game's even over. Whenever things are going badly for you and you lose, you start blaming somebody else. And you don't have what it takes to be in this job. There you have it, Larry. What do you say? <laughs> well, it uh, almost sounds as if he's admitting uh that that's what the Democrats do. What do you mean by almost? He says <laughs> Democrats are in charge of the machines, and Republicans and Democrats have monkeyed with elections, and then they run around and say Donald Trump's crazy to suggest there might be vote fraud. Yes, who would have thought? Um, so, And there have been so many uh, reports just recently. Uh, a couple of elections were uh, had to be rerun in North Jersey uh, because of uh, election vote fraud. Um, an election for a wait, wait, Fra uh, fraud in Jersey because of vote fraud. fraud? Uh, there's many fraud in Jersey. That's a weird one. Yeah, right. Who would have thought? Um, <laughs> so uh, this is a a problem that you can find uh, online in states around the country. Uh, the, the Republican congressman uh, got in by vote fraud in North Carolina, and it was overturned. Uh, so it, it isn't just a Democrat problem, although predominantly it is. When you think about Chicago, they haven't had a Republican. They don't even allow them in, in the city, I don't think. Uh, and they certainly haven't had a Republican win any offices for a long time. Uh, and most of the big cities, uh, just uh, it takes a lot of the stress out of elections if you just have it controlled by the Democrat administration, which is what they do. So, Larry, do you think there's going to be a debate? I, I, frankly, I don't believe it right now. It, 
uh, it, it seems to be on track. But it just boggles my mind that they would let a poor guy like Biden stand up against uh, somebody like Trump, who's at the top of his game, and Biden sometimes forgets what he said at the beginning of a sentence. But if they can do a virtual debate, <clears throat> and then if they can have Biden read off a teleprompter, you know, it might not be, you know, too obvious, comparatively speaking. They could play a lot of games there, right? Well, that's the only way they could even imagine to handle it, but I think... Because all they'd have to do is have Joe Biden, you know, pre-record a lot of his answers and everything else, and then he'd get a lot of rest in between things and would make sure that what goes out is legitimate. In a virtual debate, you could control it uh, to that degree. What I think Trump needs to do is do his side of the debate for the shooter's grill. <laughs> Coming to you live from Rifle, Colorado, this here is Donald Trump. We're in shooter's grill right now with our buddy Laura doing a great job. And, you know, you could just come out like that. What do you think? It would certainly be a home run. <laughs> it uh, it uh, would be uh, one of the most unusual events, but it would be certainly imaginable. I don't think it'll happen, but it would be. Um, it certainly wouldn't be that surprising uh, for Trump to pull something like that because it's the kind of thing that I, I think his mind tends to work that way. Having been in show business, he uh, uh, has a flair for that, <clears throat> and Joe Biden. I mean, at the personal level, it's really sad because he's clearly, um, shall we say, lost his fastball. Um, and to pit him up against in an actual debate, real time, against somebody like Trump, who's uh, very much at the top of his game, uh, that's uh, that's almost like malpractice. Political yeah, I think they're going to have to call it off or go virtual or do something to cover up. Otherwise, it'll just be so obvious. Uh, it will not even be – I don't even know how you'll discuss it, right? Well, and it, I think you're right, and it's hard to imagine it being a, an actual debate if it's not mano a mano, two guys. What well, you couldn't even get Biden to stand for an hour or two. Uh, I don't think the poor guy can do that. Uh, so even if they were seated in chairs uh, without a desk in front of them or even perhaps with a desk in front of them so they could take notes, uh, I just don't see Biden lasting for an hour, or let alone two hours. It's just not going to happen. So the likelihood of the debate, even though I don't see exactly how the Democrats are going to propose to bail out, and it might be what you're suggesting. They'll do some kind of a, oh, we need to have a virtual debate because, you know, the coronavirus is so— because the COVID there. Yeah, right. And it turns out that the coronavirus, uh, which has killed people, killed— uh, my family doctor, but of course he had over 3,000 patients. So his comorbidity, the word of the, of the year, is that he worked himself to death. He could have died from a hangnail. This guy was really seriously worked to the bone, worked to death. And uh, so to say that uh, it was really the coronavirus that got him uh, is uh, to kind of overlook a few other things. Well, and there's a likelihood there was underlying conditions there as well, because we even know from the CDC now, 94% have underlying conditions. They're blatantly admitting it, and that's he, of those who didn't get the coronavirus. He was unto death. He was vulnerable. He could have died of a hangnail. Uh, this guy literally had over 3,000 patients, and he was regularly seeing them. So a one-man uh, clinic, uh, and he just couldn't handle it. Uh, his, the human body can't take that, and so it happened that it was coronavirus that nailed him, but he could have died of, um, 
the common cold, uh, really. Uh, so <laughs> that's why we uh, uh, we do shouldn't make fun of it if somebody wants to take a nap. Yeah, that's uh, probably the best medicine of all, and you don't have any side effects from it. Speaking of the coronavirus, I guess the Pope's in the news, huh, Kurt? Well, that's right. The Pope has taken off his mask, uh, Larry. Um, and uh, he has touched worshipers, uh, according to the DailyMail.co.uk. He removes his mask, he touches worshipers, and vows to defeat coronavirus with love at a limited public audience. He's 83 years old. He told the packed San Damaso courtyard that the coronavirus would be defeated by God's love. Well, that's pretty good. And I think they're playing the Beatles in the background. All you need is love. love. Right? That, that uh, frankly, uh, I, I appreciate his low regard for the uh, uh, hysteria produced by the virus, but uh, <laughs> I think love is probably not, not even quite as good as taking a nap or, uh, uh, shoot, I've got some uh, some pills that one of the members of Gun Owners of America formulates at Rain Rock Nutritionals called Virucidal, and uh, I have whooped so many colds uh, with that uh, that uh, it's just a fabulous, and it's all you know, uh, it's a supplement of uh, vitamins and like vitamin D3 and a lot of other natural ingredients, herbs. Uh, so, <laughs> love, uh, well, you know, fine, have at it, but. Uh, uh, I think I'll take my virucidal all the same. Thank you very much. <laughs> mm-hmm. I love taking that virucidal. Uh, by the way, uh, Star Telegram out of Texas says, Catholic priest says Democrats are going to heck, and Texas bishop backs him up. Um, Whoa. So, <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. He says, uh, here's a memo to clueless baptized Catholics out there. You cannot be Catholic and be a Democrat, period. Uh, the party platform absolutely is against everything the Catholic Church teaches, so just quit pretending that you're Catholic and vote Democrat. Repent of your support of that party and its platform or face the fires of hell. Uh, so that's that's pretty uh, lively. Nothing like fire and brimstone, Black Row Regiment coming on out there, Larry. I'm I'm delighted to hear that. Uh, I am pleasantly surprised. Uh, somehow that uh, those folks in that uh, part of the country in the Catholic Church got through the hierarchy, and uh, the hierarchy is probably looking to see how they made that, quote, mistake. Well, so Donald Trump could come in the virtual debate to you from Shooter's Grill, and then uh, Joe Biden could roll in from, you could go to, like, the biggest Planned Parenthood clinic or something and broadcast live from the Ministry of Death or something. What do you think? And he'd be out there painting the street, uh, obliterating the uh, Black Lives Matter, Black Lives Matter, Black uh, Babies Matter, uh, that sort of thing, uh, and erasing that. <laughs> yeah, it'd be like he'd tell the Black Lives Matter people, "Go home, make babies, so we can kill them." Yeah, right. The yeah, abortion's been dropping off uh, with all these pro-life activists, so uh, you guys got to keep us in business. <laughs> now, Larry Clayman's in the news, and Larry Clayman says. Hey, should athletes now also wear masks bearing the names of whites killed by blacks? Wow. Well, they shouldn't be wearing masks because if if an athlete wears a mask, he's probably going to keel over. (laughs) Anyway, I find that interesting, though, because turnabout's fair play, right, Larry? It is definitely fair play. I would say he did a real gotcha on him, and uh, good for him. 
You know, now I don't I don't think we should wear masks at all, and I certainly don't think we should wear masks of uh, those who died. It's almost the question becomes. Is it in memory of or is it in celebration of? I'm having a hard time understanding the agenda of these people. Well, there are because places if you're at a game, I... if you're at a game, it's like a party atmosphere, right? And if yes, you're promoting exactly. someone's name that's dead, it's not a solemn, humble uh, remembrance or, or, or kind of a, you know, let's be reverent and respectful and everything else. It's like, hey, bring the dead to the party. Are we mocking them or remembering them? Or It's kind of weird if you ask me. Well, there's a way to get some turnabout there. Stores back here where you can't even get in past a, a, a mask police guard uh, unless you have a mask. So I've got a mask, and it says this mask is as uh, useless as our governor, uh, who has imposed a lot of these uh, over-the-top regulations. I usually don't wear a mask, and I show people my face, and I say, how do you like my mask? And they look at me weird. And then I say, God gave it to me. And if I had your mask, I'd look like you, Larry. Well, <laughs> Uh, I've also been challenged, even when outdoors, for not having a mask, and I've replied to them, I have an exemption. Oh, okay. You know, they they are so used to uh, doing whatever they're told that even when they didn't expect to be told something like that, uh, okay. Are you moving west, Larry? What you got to do, Larry, is you got to gotta get the corona, and then you just say, I already had it. Well, well, I'll say that. They might lock you up, take you down, lock you up, kill you, put you in prison for having the corona. I know you said you had it and it's gone now, but for your they'll just take you out, you know, if you're not careful. So I'd be careful what I'd say, you know. I'd be a little worried if I were put in uh, Epstein's cell. Now, you heard that Kurt Crosby got the corona, right? No, I hadn't. Yeah, Kurt got it and survived it. No problem. Him and a bunch of his family members and everybody's fine, sir. Well, that's yeah, just, yeah. Uh, <laughs> it was almost as bad I, as a cold. don't have diabetes and... Uh, you know, the, we, ha- we have a daughter with type 1 diabetes, and she was the first one that um, was diagnosed with it. And she recovered because she's otherwise in good health. Yes, sir. Cruised and right through. Fairly young. And, and so if, if you're asking what it's like, um, you know, think of like the softest little cold you ever had. Mm, about like that. Well, I think that uh, says an awful lot about the reality of something is being used to and drive it doesn't us over. say that we shouldn't be careful about it but it does say we can't ruin the whole economy and destroy life over it it that is exactly the point larry thank you so much my friend good to be with you larry pratt ladies and gentlemen hour one in the can hour two coming up sam and kurt god save the republic of the united states of america Live from atop the Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West. You are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk Show. All right, happy to have you along, my fellow Americans. Sam Bushman and Kurt Crosby live on your radio. Hard hitting news the networks refuse to use, no doubt, continues now. This is the broadcast for September the 9th in the year of our Lord, 2020. This is our two of two, and our goal always to protect life, liberty, and property. And to promote God, family, and country on your radio. Uh, so, Kurt, there's a little bit of concern that I got to mention regarding President Trump. Again, I'm voting for Trump. I've publicly, verbally endorsed Trump. So, this is not an attack on Trump, but I've always told you that, you know what? 
uh, I don't think there's a better candidate to vote for, period. That's why I'm voting for President Trump. However, I tell, I've always told you that I'll tell you the good about Trump and the bad about Trump, and I'll support the good, and I'll express concern regarding the bad. Headline, President Trump just traveled to Florida to declare himself a great environmentalist, extending a 10-year-plus moratorium on offshore drilling that his administration before agreed or proposed to end, Kurt. Are you caught up on this? I heard something about it. I don't know the whole story. I thought maybe I'd go to the White House website and try to, you know, see uh, if there was something else uh, on there. Uh, It's concerning to me. Um, I suppose, um, you know, he's thinking uh, at least the modern... uh, uh, politician and i hope the president's not turning into that um, but realizes that if they can get votes from everywhere they can pretty much be uh, all that the only problem is when he does something like that if he did um a guy like me says mm, that's gonna make me support him less uh but anyway i'm looking for it right now i heard the story though. well and if that's the <clears throat> only concern by trump i mean it's a small price to pay and I'm sure he's trying to, you know, garner votes right now between now and the election. And my advice to President Trump is stand with those who elected you, my friend. And don't cave and declare yourself a great environmentalist. Don't cave and promote vaccinations. Okay, stick with your campaign trail view, which is, hey, you know, let's end these moratoriums. Uh, but let's also be clear, though, that I don't believe the president has authority to just declare over uh, places outside of the 10-mile square area called Washington, D.C. I don't think the president could just create moratoriums and edicts and shutting down uh, private sector um, activity and things like that. I don't think it's in the purview of the president uh, in the first place. Uh, And so I I believe it's a mistake on Trump's part. I don't think it's wise if that's exactly the story. The problem is, Kurt wisely points out, I don't know that I can get the real story. You know, if the White House decides to tell you something about it, fine. What will probably happen is Trump will have like a two-hour big old event on it, and it'll be accurate, but yet you'll have to listen to two hours and write down the notes to get the real story, which, you know, the problem is nobody has time for. Um, President Trump could go on a few place radio shows and or put out a few five-minute sound bites to clarify where he stands and what he's doing and why and how and what and where and all that kind of stuff. I really welcome something like that. But I will say I'm disappointed, Kurt, in it. Yeah, when I'm at the uh, whitehouse.gov website looking for executive orders, I I don't see anything uh, uh, besides one on the uh, 3rd of September, which we're at the 9th, as far as I know. That At least the report I heard on that was uh, 8th, uh, you know, pretty much yesterday. Uh, so I don't know. Um, kind of wondering. I, I don't see anything on it from Breitbart. Um, or World Net Daily or anybody else until we hear more facts, though. You're going to have to understand that President Trump traveled to Florida and declared himself, quote, a great environmentalist, extending a moratorium on offshore drilling, which he had vowed to end before. So I don't really know how to respond uh, to that. Just type in extending a moratorium on offshore oil drilling and then you know there's a lot of news about it but again you know how do we get the right news how do we get the real story how do we get 
And I don't know. I don't know if it's different or not. And I'm not saying uh, that it isn't different. I'm just saying from what I see in the news. Um, you know, 17 hours ago, Politico even wrote about it. Um, it there's just all kinds of stories about it. But, you know, they're all from like liberal rags, Kurt. It's all 20 hours ago, 18 hours ago. Yeah, I see one from New York Times. USA Today. US News and World Report. Um, hmm. You know, Politico, World Oil, P&J. I mean, everybody's got it. Except for the conservative news, New York Times, Reuters. So, you know, the question is, should we drill for offshore oil? What are the potential benefits of offshore drilling? You know, how does it affect marine ecosystems? You know, there's some discussions to be had there. But is that a president of the United States executive order discussion? See, I think not. It extends to June 30th, 2032, they say. And I don't know how to respond to it. You got TV stations reporting it 10 hours ago. You know. And anyway, hopefully we'll get more information on it. But right now, <clears throat> I'm saying, President Trump, shame on you, sir. You got to stand bold, my friend. You know, if you Here's give up all Vanity your principles, if about you give it. up all your principles to get elected, where will you be, Kurt? Here's Vanity Fair. So, uh, you know, you got to admit. Kurt goes to the most extreme liberal of all. They'd be about as far away as possible uh, from uh, what we think. So they say, since taking the oath of office 45,000 years ago, Donald Trump, (laughs) that's probably what it seems like for them. Uh, Donald Trump has made it abundantly clear that he has about as much regard for the environment as he does for soldiers who die or are captured during war. So, you know, it just shows you their uh, twist on it. But well, We don't uh, have any soldiers captured because we're not at war. Yeah, that's a key issue. And he brings them home and he's bringing more home, you know, Sam. But uh, anyway, um, that's, they say that that's, uh, here's a PBS local down there saying, uh, delivering remarks about the environment in Florida. Well, here's what Trump needs to know and what he needs to understand very clearly. Capitulating to these people on the point is a waste of your time. They'll never even give you any credit. So right now, even when you you know double down on the environment and do exactly what they want, they don't say good for you for once. This is the difference between our side and their side. Even if it's somebody that we don't really agree with, when they do something right, we say good for you. And this is an example where, in my humble opinion, you know what's going on? Why don't they give them credit, Kurt, if that's what they like and want and believe? Well, Sam, I mean, it's like you say... Uh... You, you don't want to make a deal with the devil. It's never going to come out in the way you want it. But uh, according to the AP, which is a very questionable source in my opinion, but uh, says Trump expands ban on new offshore drilling sites in Atlantic. Um, he sought to claim the mantle of environmental steward as he announced an expansion of a ban on offshore drilling and highlighted conservation projects in Florida, 
but his administration has overturned. See, this is the AP. They almost gave him a little bit of credit. And then it says, but his administration has overturned or weakened numerous regulations meant to protect air and water quality and lands essential for imperiled. Yeah, species. so this goes back to my advice, though, um, Kurt. They'll never even give yeah. you credit when you do something they think you should do. Right. Okay, so never capitulate to them because it doesn't do any good. Now you're just getting hammered by both sides for something that you shouldn't have done in the first place. So anyway, my goal isn't to beat up Trump, but my goal is real time to give him a little bit of guidance here and say, look, that was a horrible move. Now all the guys like me are very concerned, and the guys like them are still trashing you. They'll never be happy with anything you do. Okay, it's like trying to capitulate to the racists. They'll never say, oh my gosh, good for Trump. He's not a racist, I guess. They'll just double down and say a racist is trying to deceive you. Now what they're trying to say is, hey, this guy's a fake environmentalist. He's not real. You'll never win when you capitulate to these people. You'll never win when you apologize for who you are and what you stand for. Because they will never, ever, ever, ever give you any acknowledgement, friendship, or kindness. That's just how they go. And so I'm not saying that we should hate on them. But I am saying that stand up for what you believe. Don't back away. And if you really are the great environmentalist, then you've deceived us the whole time. So, see, you just can't win this way, Kurt. Well, unless you take back, um, you know, for example, you've talked about this for years, uh, where the uh, left or, uh, you know, the communist, socialist, whatever you want, um, they they use the words uh, pretty well. Uh, for example, uh, you know, pro-choice, um, you know, it ought to be pro-death, uh, but, you know, they've they've wordsmithed it. And so if he's uh, going to say that he's a uh, uh, great environmentalist, um, you know, then we should all be for taking care of our environment. But what we don't do uh, is take care of it at the expense of, um, well, the people. And so... Well, and the expense we, of liberty. Uh, yeah, and that's right, which would be the people, right? Um, you know, so, um, I mean, uh, you want to make sure and, uh, you know, not just throw trash everywhere, but on the other hand, you don't want to be fining folks just because they use some coal or uh, burn some wood or whatever. You want to remember that uh, Earth has enough and to spare, and God put things like that here on the Earth for us to use. All right, Curtis, the first time in 90 years. I'll tell you what in seconds. Transport back in time to our nation's founding at the Freedom's Light Festival. Visit with freedom fighters, colonial artisans, music, contests, prizes, over 35 activities for the whole family. Schedule a school field trip and fulfill the federal requirement to teach the Constitution. Can you crack the spy codes used to win the Revolutionary War? Take home a founding document printed on the exact replica Isaiah Thomas used for the first Declaration of Independence. Register and compete in the Constitution Bowl. Join us September 17th through the 19th. Register at freedomslight.us. Freedomslight.us. This event is completely free, now more than ever. We need to ensure Freedom's Light is not extinguished. Let's keep this light shining 
in the hearts and minds of our children. Freedomslight.us. That's Freedomslight.us. Hi, I'm Patty, wife of former Congressman Steve Stockman. In Congress, Steve sought impeachment of Eric Holder for his corruption of the Justice Department and his fast and furious gun running that caused border agent Brian Talley's death. Steve called for arrest of Lois Lerner for her contempt of Congress as it investigated her targeting of conservative nonprofit groups. After four years, four grand juries, and millions of tax dollars, Steve Stockman is in prison. His case involved four checks to nonprofits. DOJ has one standard for Hillary Clinton, but another for folks like President Trump and my husband. We've spent all our savings, all Steve's retirement, and much of mine. Steve Stockman has fought for you and America. Won't you join me now to fight for Steve? To help, text FIGHT to 444-999. Text F-I-G-H-T to 444-999 or go to defendapatriot.com. Defendapatriot.com. All right, the Pope, depending on the power of love to save us, huh, ladies and gentlemen? There's no doubt trusting in Almighty God is one of the great keys to liberty, stability, and safety. I agree with the Pope, ladies and gentlemen. All right, moving on to other topics, Kurt. For the first time in 90 years, a majority of under 30s live with their parents now, Kurt. Isn't that special, Sam? Mm Mm-hmm. No, what do you expect? They can't get jobs in the corona when the government shuts everything down, Kurt. Well, yeah, I mean, more family time going on, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just not the family time I would, you know. <laughs> I mean, I'd, I'd like it under different circumstances, you know. Yeah, well, that's right. <sighs> anyway, there you go. It's kind of a sad tale to tell, and it is a serious sign, economically speaking. And again, you know, this is hard to really argue against. It's on Trump's watch. He shouldn't have fell for the lie about the coronavirus in the first place. You got some real crazies over, like in the U.K., Sam. There's one lady holding up a sign that says, no second wave, there wasn't a first one. Hmm. Imagine her saying that. Oh, man, she's in trouble. I hope she stays alive. That's right. That's all I can say. All right, Nebraska Senator Kurt Ben Sass is in the news. He's calling for the repeal of the 17th Amendment to the U.S. Constitution, and he wrote it in an op-ed in the Wall Street Journal. Did you see this? No, I didn't, uh, but I I wasn't. Has been? Well, anyway. I'm well, so it was proposed surprised. back in 1912, the 17th Amendment occurred. They say it was ratified by 36 state legislatures we on April 8, 1913. 1913. Yeah. And the amendment required... That's why the number 13 is a bad number, seeing that, that with the Federal Reserve and the income tax. I mean, it's all 13s. Anyway, it required U.S. senators to be elected by popular votes in each state. And understand that prior to this, quote, enactment of the 17th Amendment, Article 1 of the Constitution mandated that each state legislator Vote to send two senators to Washington. So Sass's, that's Ben Sass's op-ed piece, uh, titled Make the Senate Great Again, suggested several Senate reforms aimed at promoting debate, not ending it. Anyway, pretty good uh, deal by Ben Sass, Kurt. 
And Ben's kind of a strange dude. In a lot of ways, I like what he does. In a lot of ways, I think he's a nut. In this case, I think he's spot on on the point. And wow, he got an op-ed written in the Wall Street Journal of all places to advocate for this. I wish Donald would pick up this bandwagon big time and really advocate for states' rights here. This is something that really Ben and Donald could agree on, something that would really change the balance of power in America back to the states instead of them being political subdivisions uh, or whatever you want to call it, of the states. I mean, if the federal government, then the states could actually have some dual sovereignty back the way the checks and balances were designed by the founding fathers. I look at the 17th Amendment as nothing but a, a, a breaking down of the true checks and balances. Uh, and it took the literal states from having a seat at the table in Washington away uh, and turned us more into a democracy than a republic. Sad to admit. But Ben Sass is right on this, Kurt. Well, you're exactly right, Sam. And um, it's, you know, I mean, uh, <clears throat> what I wonder about Ben Sass is when he got in trouble, did they say, quit giving us so much sass? You know, I mean, when he was growing up. But anyway, who knows? Um, but uh, he's given a little sass uh, there. And apparently he's given a little sass to the president before. Uh, but um, I suppose that's where the, uh, well, the standard media wants to stir up controversy or trouble in between the two of them. Well, and, and this is where I would say when somebody's right, I'll back them. When they're wrong, I won't. When Ben Sass is wrong, yep. I'll tell you why I'm concerned about it and what I think's wrong with it. And I'll point out the way that I think we should go because this is Solutions Radio. When Ben's right, I'll give him credit. That's what we're doing mm -hmm. here. Yeah. Right? This is no different. We do this with President Trump. We do this with everybody, Kurt. Because we're not picking yes, sides. We're not against Ben Sass, and we're not really for Ben Sass. We are for constitutional principles and against whenever we don't follow those principles. Every mm -hmm. time. Okay? So the question is who's on the right side with us? All right, Kurt, you know who Lady Gaga's dad is, right? <laughs> I don't. Come on, him. Kurt. His name is Joe Germanotta. Don't you know that? Oh, yeah, Joe. By the way, Ben Sass on the uh, Freedom Index from the uh, John Birch Society gets yeah. a 68. Doesn't do too well, so, does he? Well, compared to, like, uh, Schumer, he's ripping. Oh, yeah, that's one. right. I mean, you know, a guy that cheats on his wife 180 days a year is only a half-time cheater. You know, compared to the guys that are 365 days a year, yeah. it's not too bad, right? Kind of thing. If that's the way you look at it. See, I look at a 68, though, as a D, Kurt. Mm -hmm. It's not even a C, is it? I don't think so. So shame on Ben in, in most cases where he doesn't support the Constitution. But when he does, I give him credit. Good for you, Ben. Yeah. And, um, you know, when you're trying to get rid of the 17th Amendment, because I believe it violates the checks and balances in the Constitution. It circumvents them. It weakens the in my opinion, representative constitutional republic that we have because there's less representation, right, by the states. No wonder the states have become political subdivisions or whatever the federal government. Sadly so. Yep. All right, anyway, Lady Gaga's father. Mm -hmm. The guy's name is Joe Germanotta, Kurt. He oh. said that he's going to be out of business. He explained why that he's joined other restaurant owners in a quote New York City lawsuit what hmm. might you ask it's over indoor closures due to the quote pandemic he says once the weather gets cold we're pretty much out of business Joe Germanata he's the owner of this um, 
what's his restaurant called? Let's see here. Uh, it's a weird business. I don't know how to pronounce it here. Joanne Trattoria. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Joanne Trattoria. It's in Manhattan, Kurt. He's simply saying, hey, man, I'm going to go out of business if they shut us all down. I think he's probably already out of business if he's in Manhattan. Well, he says he's still surviving for now. That's what the $2 million, or no. Let's see. I guess it's a $2 billion. Ben Sass, by the way, got an A from the GOP of America. I'm trying to talk about this joke. Ben got an A from the... Well, I know, uh, but Ben Sass got an A from the Gun Owners of America. So right. that's finish on Ben Sass, and then yeah. I'll start the next story because I'm thoroughly confused. Oh, Is Ben going to I Joe's don't think restaurant? There's anything else to add? What? Is Ben going to Joe's restaurant? Mm, might be, but as far he as I to. know, he's just a senator from Nebraska. You should go to Joe's restaurant. He's going to be out of business if you don't care. Mm. Come on, this is Lady Gaga's yeah. dad. Come I think on. he's out of business for sure. If he's no, in Massachusetts, Kurt. he's just out of business. He's got to head out with the rest of those people. Just leave the place. Kurt, he's in New York City. You know? He's not in Massachusetts. Oh uh, well. And he's not out of business. City, Massachusetts. That's the same kind of thing. He's same trying thing. to sue so that he doesn't go out of business. Kurt, they got a two billion dollar lawsuit going on. Yeah, and sue the state of New York, and that'll really come out good for you. Because yeah. the state doesn't have much money to fight. Hmm. All right. Well, I, I was kind of thinking good for Joe, but I'll just delete this. I story. am thinking good for Joe, but I'm just saying the best way is kind of like the people that say, man, the, the government school system is really um, being mean to us. And you All tell right. them what? I kept the Vances story, I deleted the Joe story. <laughs> yeah. Now, I guess there's a Very new Senate good. report out, Kurt. New Senate report. Yep. All Steel. Right. Now, that's the you know person that was involved in the Steel. Senate. Oh yeah, remember? yeah. Steel. Yeah, let's see. Steel. I can't remember his first name. But anyway, <laughs> Steel contacted the Obama administration, mm-hmm. and I guess they destroyed records about this. So the Obama administration destroyed records about Steel and contacted the Obama administration. Wow. I guess World Net Daily and others caught him at it, Kurt. What do you think about that? Amazing. Well, I, I'm i not surprised. It doesn't make any difference, though, does it? No one's getting arrested or no one's going to jail or nothing bad's going to happen. Well, if you got a parking ticket, you'd be in trouble, Sam. Bill's starting mm-hmm. a podcast and Barack's criticizing Trump. And yeah, that's Michelle's just how it rolls. Be, yeah, that's right. Good point. Michelle's doing a podcast, too. Yeah, I can't wait for that either. I think now, though, Sam, that the uh, limit has been passed in California. Um, There will be, um, well, basically nobody left there now, as far as I can tell. Whoa, nobody left. The headline from uh, losangeles.cbslocal.com, door-to-door trick-or-treating is not allowed. L.A. County releases guidelines for Halloween. Or, in other words, Halloween is canceled. So, you know, I mean, I'm just telling you, they're, they're going to be, you talk about a mass exodus before. There you go. Well, I'm not really for Halloween anyway, but I'm not for mandating that you can't run around freely to people's houses or whatever you want to do. All right, Kurt wants to tell you about the million, no, it's 1.5 million graves. We'll do it in seconds. 
Proclaiming liberty across the land. You're listening to Liberty News Radio. USA Radio News with Chris Barnes. The U.S. will be pulling out more than a third of the troops currently stationed in Iraq by the end of this month. President Trump expected to make the announcement today, but already the top American commander in the Middle East, General Kenneth McKenzie, has told reporters that troop strength will be reduced from about 5,200 to 3,000 during the month of September. A former White House communications chief under President Trump is defending the former administration officials who are speaking out against the commander-in-chief. And then the American people have to make a decision if they want four more years of this sort of nonsense, or do they want to clean this up? Speaking on MSNBC, Anthony Scaramucci also defended the president's former lawyer, Michael Cohen, who has just released a tell-all book about President Trump that hit the shelves yesterday. And this is USA Radio News. Balance of Nature, changing the world one life at a time. I've been on this balance of nature for quite some time now. I know that what you put in your body is critical to your health. I listen to AM radio out of Dallas, and you have these people on there witnessing about the difference it's made in their life. All these people aren't lying about this. I hadn't even had as much as a cold since I've been taking this, and I'm telling you, my energy level has increased unbelievable. So I'm impressed with it. Experience the Balance of Nature difference for yourself. Right now, Balance of Nature is offering free shipping and 35% off on any new preferred order. Call 800-246-8751. That's 800-246-8751. Or by going to balanceofnature.com and make sure to receive this special radio offer by using discount code USA. More than 170,000 PG&E customers in California are without power as a result of the utility company's latest public safety power shutoff. The utilities, Lindsay Paulo, saying most are likely to be without power through much of the rest of today. We're still under a red flag warning here in major parts of California. Still, we're seeing a lot of low relative humidity and dry vegetation on the ground. Heat and the winds that have been fanning wildfires blamed for the need to shut the power down, but no more wind events are in the forecast for at least the next seven days. Heavy snow is slowing a raging wildfire in northern Colorado. The Cameron Peak Fire west of Fort Collins nearly tripled in size over three days before the cold front with rain and snow slowed it down late yesterday. You can find us online anytime or at usaradio.com. This is USA Radio News. All right, back with you live, ladies and gentlemen. 1.5 million graves are now ready, Kurt. Well, that's what they say, Sam. Um, This is a uh, piece out of the Ireland Independent a little while back. Um, Yeah, the headline, 1.5 million graves ready as COVID-19 sweeps through South Africa. Uh, Subheadline, it's a reality that we need to deal with. yeah, they're saying that, um, you know, they just pretty much have to have put basically the whole country in the grave. But um, 
hey, guess what, Sam? Um, didn't turn out that way. And uh, but it sure scared a lot of people. I, as far as I can tell, um, most folks, if you, uh, I, if you've ever been around somebody that's had it, um, you know, and uh, they bring up that they've had it, uh, watch the people around them step back, watch them, you know, think that, oh, you know, I mean, you've got the you got the plague or something like that, or maybe you've like got the leprosy, like leprosy of modern day. You know, that's right. It's crazy. That's right. It's Although I don't think you got to worry about case. it, folks. But anyway, they say that 1.5 million graves are readied as COVID-19 sweeps through South Africa. It's reality we need to deal with, they claim. So there you have that, Kurt. Also, there's a couple of vote stories that I thought made sense since um, we were talking last hour with Larry Pat about voting. Headline says, Georgia poll, three in five are concerned about voter fraud. Kurt, do you want to talk about this one a little bit? I think about 10 in five ought to be concerned about voter fraud. Don't you think, Sam? 10 in five? Absolutely. Yeah, that's what I would recommend. It's a serious problem. But, you know, it just goes to show that three in five are pretty educated, though. That's 60% saying we're very concerned about vote fraud. So when the Democrats mock vote fraud, I think those 60% are going, Wow, mm-hmm. you're sure out of step with what yeah. I'm thinking. There's an AP piece that goes along with it. says, uh, another showdown set this week over Georgia voting machines. Kate Broomback uh, has got it. says, uh, voting integrity activists. Are you one of those? Uh, anyway, Absolutely. Well, I don't know what you mean. Uh, when you say voting integrity activists, you make it sound like it's a bad thing. Am I for the I truth know. in voting and accuracy and integrity? Absolutely. Who wouldn't be That's a voting integrity activist about. is what I want to know. Are you a VIA voting And if you're not a voting integrity activist, activist what are you? <laughs> A vote fraud activist? Non-intric. Yeah, that's right. Anyway, they're going to try, they say. The APB says they're going to try this week to convince a federal judge that Georgia should scrap its brand-new touchscreen voting machines in favor of hand-marked paper ballots. Oh, that Imagine back when we had those hand-marked paper ballots, we didn't have allegations of vote fraud everywhere, Kurt. I don't remember any, do you? I no, mean, that's my know, whole point. I know, I know there was a movie about the guys uh, stealing the ballot box and that kind of thing, but what now they don't really have to steal. Oh, can't remember exactly. All right. Well, anyway, right moving now, on while Kurt looks up the movie. About stealing the a local box. TV news experiment exposes mm-hmm. the flaws of vote by mail, too, Kurt. There you go. Kurt mentioned that one in a news feed quite a while ago, but that's interesting. You know, exposing flaws of vote by mail. That's not hard to do, Kurt. You and I actually sat down with a vote official one time and tried to explain the flaws of vote by mail, and it was just lost on the poor lady. Yeah. You know. That's right. Exactly. All right. Well, I got a sad tale to tell, and the abortion you folks will be sad about this one, too, Kurt. Oh, darn. Headline says U.S. will have a half a million less or fewer births next year due to the pandemic. So I'm sad because we won't have more living people, God's children to love and live with. And they're sad because they won't be able to murder them. Imagine that. You know, we're sad for different reasons. Nevertheless, we're both sad by the news, huh, Kurt? Yeah, there you go. Uh, One more voter story for you, Sam. Georgia's Secretary of State, 58% of double voters in June primary were Democrats. 
Sounds like there might have been a little bit of vote fraud going on there, Sam. What do you mean double voters, Kirk? There's nothing wrong with that, is there? They're going to blame that Maybe on Trump. Maybe they're triple voters, it's okay. Trump right? joked and said you ought to vote in person and vote by mail, and he was trying to illustrate a point, and then they said, oh, now that these people actually did it, Trump's responsible, Kurt. Yeah, that's right. It's and you fault. can just never win mm-hmm. with these dishonest folks. All right, we're going back to Kurt's July 20th stories now. Okay, folks, oh, we're, we're gaining on it, baby. Like but this is a kind of a cool. Pretty soon will be in last year. I know it. I just can't catch up. I'm doing my very best for you, buddy. Doing all that I possibly can. I know. Headline says this, though. I like this one, Kurt. we got to talk about this. Thick thighs save lives. Study connects thigh size to heart disease risk. Come on, Kurt. You got this one fired up now? Uh, Mm. No. You're in trouble over this one. But they say in contrast to stomach fat, leg fat may be beneficial. For mm. metabolism. I'll bet that, that goes a long way. Mm-hmm. Are, you, are you agreeing, Kurt? I, you know, think that that would be one of those stories that's not going to be picked up. Yeah, I want to know what you think, though. You think it's true? Well, what I want to know is who in the world's doing research like this, but it probably is a federal study. Well, you're talking about governments everywhere stealing your money for all kinds of studies, buddy. This is just one of them. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm thinking. But but what are you going to say about this? Do you think it's true, Kurt? Well, it all depends on you figure, how you figure fat thighs and what they exactly are. You well, know? they're saying leg fat versus stomach fat, Kurt. That's the study. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I would say I'd this. I'd say... Go ahead. It's not all really about fat and where your fat is. It's a matter of mm-hmm. being healthy. And, of course, you don't want to be too thin. You don't want to be too fat. You know, sure, depending on where the distribution of fat is, you're going to have different studies come out and say different things. Like in this case, the leg fat's better than the stomach fat. But then you'll do a different study that regulates or focuses on something else. Then it'll be like stomach fat's better than leg fat. What we need to do, in my opinion, is go back to God and say the better we eat, in other words, the more nutritious our food is, the better it is for all of us. Eating the That's right amount of food is good, not too much, not too little. Moderation in all things, I think, kind of applies here. You know, do exercise, and if you exercise and you get good sleep and you do things to spend time with family and you're married and, you know, we can create all kinds of factors that relate to less stress and better health. And, you know, and when you obey God's laws, whether it be the law of health in terms of your nutrition. So you're saying that the only solution is not to just wear a mask. I mean, you might try to be healthier. Wait a minute. Like Masks have nothing to do with this stuff. Well, that's what the government tells us. All you need. I mean, you can go in and be picking up like cases of booze, and as long as you wear your mask, you've got your mask on, you're cool. Now, I'm just saying, hey, if you have good nutrition and you exercise and you get plenty of sleep and lower your stress and live in a you know a God ordained family where you got a spouse and loved ones and children and grandchildren and grandparents and aunts and uncles and you know you live in a good social environment, not socialist environment, but social environment. And, and, you know, you take care of your body and you get sleep and everything else. And you know what? Between you and me, this study doesn't matter a heck. doesn't matter any. So, I mean, I appreciate they're saying it's better to have leg fat. All I know is that I'll be praying that somehow all my stomach fat goes to my leg so I can be healthy. 
I think there's a little more to it than that, Kurt, is the point. Attaboy, Sam. And I'm mocking the study because I think they're simplifying something uh, in a very irresponsible way, personally. I think there's better answers. And I didn't even need a bunch of money to come up with my solutions, Kurt. Well, you'll never be a scientist. I mean, so You're darn right. It's a non-scientific answer. Mm-hmm. There you go. All right. The Associated Press gives bizarre reason. That is capitalizing black but not white. Now, this story has been around for a while. They say news outlet says that Caucasians have one thing less than African Americans. Um, this story is interesting, and I bring it up even though it's kind of old because it's worthy of discussion. Uh, it's interesting. Um, when you think about this or whatever, this is a story that's kind of gone by the wayside. But let me tell you what hasn't gone by the wayside, Kurt, is the way they're treating blacks and whites differently in a very Associated Press racist kind of way. Okay. Mm-hmm. But what do I have less than my African-American brothers and sisters, Kurt? Well, you're a lesser child, Sam, because you Wait are a minute. white kid. God says that we're all created equal. Mm-hmm. Good point. He says that we're his sons and daughters, and he says that the criteria isn't the color of my skin. He says the criteria is if I keep his commandments or not. And when I keep his commandments, I'm blessed. And when I don't, then I lose those blessings. And that's true for all of his A-L-L. children. That is correct. And so I guess I don't understand what I'm missing. What does the Associated Press know that me and God don't know? Well, Associated Press is higher than that. You know what I'm saying? And I'm going to try to look up what the AP more. thinks that, you know, I, I, I don't understand it. Mm-hmm. All right, we'll talk Your about lower it. life form compared to the AP. We'll follow up on it, ladies and gentlemen. time together as a family. Do more out-of-the-house activities. This is a tough one. My parents, they do everything they love me. If it wasn't for them, I wouldn't have a roof over my head. They don't need to show it to me. They just know they love me. Well, not yelling at me very much. What do you wish? What do you wish? Raise my allowance. To not argue together. Um, have my dad be home more for dinner and stuff so that it could be even closer. Family. Isn't it about time? Buy me an ice cream and kiss me to love me. From the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Okay, what's the next question? I believe there will come a time when we are all judged on whether or not we took a stand in defense of all life from the moment of conception until our last natural breath. As a teenager, I gave my first public speech in my church. My hand shook, my heart pounded. I thought to myself, I can't do this, but somehow I did. And because I wanted to talk about things that were important, I persisted. I chided my church as a senior in high school for not seeming to care about the not yet born, for looking the other way and for not taking a stand on life. 
I will be in earnest. I will not equivocate and I will not excuse. I will not retreat an inch and I will be heard. One thing I promise you, I will always take a stand for life. All right, so the Associated Press has a very bizarre reason for capitalizing black but not white. All right? They say that people with black skin... Let me try to... People who are black or who have black skin have strong historical and cultural commonalities, even if they're from different parts of the world. And that's why they say that it should be. So the idea that, you know, people from black skin or people who have black skin in Nigeria, the Caribbean and the United States somehow have more in common culturally than people from Ireland, Poland, and the United States. So it applies to black people in a very unique cultural way, but not to white people. And this is offensive to many unique cultures of the world, folks. I guess the point is that blacks have a distinction that whites don't. Whites are just run-of-the-mill. And blacks historically have this distinction that justifies a capital B for black, but not a capital W for white. In fact, the Associated Press gives this kind of game away. Later in the guidance when it writes, uh, capitaling of white is done by white supremacists, don't you know? Such conveys uh, false legitimacy to their beliefs. So we got to give a veto to the whites. We've got to endorse the blacks. And what's happening here grammatically, ladies and gentlemen, is the word black is being changed from an adjective to a, quote, proper noun while the term white is not, Kurt. You get it? So when the AP refers to a white person as merely an adjective, they're talking about the color of their skin, not suggesting that their skin color represents any social, cultural, or political reality. But when they refer to a black person, they're referring to a noun. They're insisting that the skin color tells more information about their cultural relevance, Kurt. Mm. Well, that makes so much sense. That's, that's like AP sense, Sam. Like that's a good point. The new word for nonsense. Mm-hmm. Speaking of nonsense, uh, Joe Biden has um, now walked back his national mask mandate plan. Uh, you know, he's, yeah, he admits uh, it might be unconstitutional. That, uh, yeah, I mean, imagine that. I mean, can you believe it? I mean, it's just a sad day for Joe. Why, Kurt? Well, that ought I mean, to get him elected, buddy. Upset him. Yeah, that's right. Good point. Flip-flop on that thing. Real quick. Mm-hmm. All right, Kurt's the 22nd stories. This is July 22nd we're at. China yeah. orders Christians to smash crosses on their churches, believers forced to post images of communist leaders instead, Kurt. That's where you can get those good deals on those Nikes, though, over there in China. You know what I mean, Sam? Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. So what do you think of this, though, Kurt? Smash crosses on your church? Post images of communist leaders? 
We talked about this. Well, that's that's how freedom works in China, Sam. I mean, it's coming to a neighborhood near you, right? Yeah. It's a sad tale to tell. You know? Wow. I don't know how to respond to all this news, man. It's astonishing. I guess, I guess popular... Joe Rogan's in the news, Sam. You know, Joe Rogan. buddy Joe Rogan. Yeah, the okay. podcaster that gets billions or millions or something like that. Yeah. But now uh, the president, I guess, has tweeted a video of Joe Rogan comparing Biden to a dying flashlight. Uh, I guess the sub-headline was going for a long hike in the woods. Who's a dying flashlight? Yeah. Well, Biden. Well, that's for sure. Well, I hope he's not dying. Though. I hope he just can go home with his family and, you know, live out his years in peace. That's what I hope. Don't you, Kurt? Yes. All right. It's astonishing. I guess a popular teacher got fired, Kurt, for tweeting Donald Trump as our president. I was told I had the option to resign, says the teacher. That's kind of cool, isn't it, Kurt? I mean, telling everybody the president is Trump. I mean, no wonder he's got to resign. Mm-hmm. Wow. That's kind of good. It crazy. looks like uh, Rochester's got troubles. Sam. Hey, do you like Joe Rogan, Kurt? I, I, I mean, I know how to spell his name, but that's it. Um, I, I've at least had some experience saying that um, apparently he uses some um, foul language, and I... You know, I personally don't care for broadcasts. That well, of course he does, that. Kurt. Well, okay. That's so. the way the modern liberal works. That'd be, I'm off that, you know. Uh, don't you think Joe Rogan's a liberal, Kurt? I don't know, Sam. I assume he is. That's why he got all that money, you know, right? You got to study old Joe Rogan, buddy. Yeah. Uh, they got troubles in Rochester. You know how they used to say there's trouble in River City. They got troubles in Rochester. I guess most of the uh, police chief and the staff have resigned now. Uh, so, uh, you know, uh, this is in the uh, World Net Daily section of Burn in the USA. <laughs> wow. Man, I'll tell you what, that's rough stuff. Oh, it's just par for the course, right? In the big cities, it is. Big liberal cities, I think it is. Yeah, I guess the mayor of Chicago is pleading with other retailers to not abandon Chicago, asking stores not to leave after being looted by locals, Kurt. That's kind of cool, right? Well, why in the world would you stay there, Sam? I mean, it's just, you'd just be crazy to stick around, wouldn't you? I agree with that. Wow. You know, and the and the guys who say, hey, what's it, what's it all about? I mean, these guys are covered by insurance. Let me ask them a simple question. Let's say the insurance company does pay for their losses of getting their building burned down and everything. Uh, do you think the insurance company's going to, um, you know, be on the line again for it to happen again? I think that they will be like, mm, we're not covering that place again. You know what I mean, Sam? I wonder why. They're not that stupid. Yeah. Anyway, there you go. I just find the stories that we cover so interesting. 
What do you expect is going to happen as we approach the election and then after the election, Kurt? Some are saying after the election you're going to have a situation where the coronavirus problems and concerns are just going to go away. Uh, others are saying if Donald Trump wins, then the riots will just go bananas. Others are saying, oh, it'll be, you know, no problem. Who do you think is going to win? I know you think Trump's going to win a landslide. Are you still feeling that way? Well, uh, one of the things, yes, I am. Uh, but um, I know I just said that too quickly. I should have drawn it out for a long time. But um, one of the things that uh, they're trying to push is this idea that if you're thinking about voting and you want things to be nice in America, the only thing you can do to make that is you vote for Biden because then um, in every other scenario, there'd just be riots. And the only one is uh, if Biden wins because the, the, you know, the good people don't go out and riot. Does that make sense? Uh, does what you're saying make sense? Yes. Does the idea make sense? Absolutely not. They shouldn't riot no matter what. But, yeah, you're right. I think there's some truth to that. I just don't know, though. I mean, you either got, you know, they'll be pushing for tyranny through the government and you'll have no riots, or they'll push for tyranny through riots. I guess I'll take my chances and vote for the best guy I can. Amen to that. Right? I mean, what I mean is I won't be kowtowing in fear. I'll just do the best I can to preserve this nation. I'll pray hard. I'll vote for the best person that I possibly can. I'll do all that kind of stuff, you know? Now, there's a little bit of talk about a thing called critical race theory. Do you understand that? Um, oh, yeah, man. So you got that figured out? Uh, I'm, I'm a little bit in the What don't you understand, Kurt? That. Well, I see a headline from Breitbart. Party's over. Trump orders purge of critical race theory from federal agencies. Um, well, Kurt, you got to look up race theory in Wiki so you okay. can get caught up, buddy. Well, can you just... I don't know if we have... No, you got to study this, Kurt. Oh, you can't just like, give me a, a quick, um, you know, like <clears throat> one, two... Well, how detailed do you want to get? I'll just say this. Well, I mean, it's the a theory. wasted money. You I know that. are a racist. Okay. Now, what I more do you want to know about the theory? That. And the I more you deny it, the more it just proves you're a racist, okay? That is true. And you understand that if you're not white, you can never be a racist. You got that, right? Doesn't matter how you treat people. Doesn't matter if the color of your skin is the reason they treat you horribly. They, by race theory nature, cannot be racists. Only you can. When I say you, I don't mean Kurt Crosby. I mean you white man. That's me too. That's all of us. It's not just Kurt, right? When I say you, I mean uh, the white man. That's me, Sam Bushman. It's all of us. I'm not pointing the finger at Kurt Crosby. I'm just... Okay, so race theory says that you're a racist. There's no way to prevent it. The more you deny it, the more of a racist you really are. It's your naivete, if you will, that makes you deny Mm -hmm. it. It's that white privilege has given you this situation where you don't even know what's going on around you anymore. And everybody else who's not white can't be a racist by nature. It's impossible for them to be racist. So these these, uh, pro-life activists that painted uh, in front of a Baltimore Planned Parenthood building Black preborn lives matter. Those well, are they're white that painted racist. it, right? Yeah, and that means they're well. Racist. Then of course they're racist. It doesn't matter what they said, Kurt. All you got to know is: are they white or black? If they're white, whatever they do is racist and should never be endorsed. Doesn't matter if they're right on the point. Doesn't matter if they're trying to protect their their brothers and sisters that happen to be black. No, that matters. They're just Uncle Toms. They're just ignorant. Oh, 
and the good guys are like American Airlines because they um, have now approved Black Lives Matter. They're the good guys. Well, no, they're not the good guys. They're airlines. They represent the rich. Destroy them, too, but give us your money while we destroy you. Oh, okay. Okay, they're bad, too. Uh, in fact, the only way they could possibly approach Lives doing Matter good Matter is to, uh, to, to get rid of all white people in their whole organization. It's the only oh, way they could approach right. salvationhood. Good point. Okay, yeah. so what do you need to know I, about I race theory now? Have I broke it down simple enough for you? I think I'm starting to understand it. See, uh, there's no logic, there's no reality, there's no bringing people together, there's nothing that you and I would hold dear or protect or defend. There's just division and destruction at the heart of it all. And it's all based on mm-hmm. this irrational idea that, that there's no answer, no solution, no way to solve it. Because if you solve it, Kurt, their theory goes away. If you bring mm. people together and work together as God's children, their theory blows up. Here's a little bit of good news for you. Hold on, hold on. So are you missing excited. anything on this theory thing? I think I got it figured out. I need out, you to yeah. go look this up and study it, and I want you to if come back. If you're white, you're racist. That's the bottom line. That's right. And if you're anything yes. else, you're not okay. racist. It doesn't matter what you've done or anything. What you that, believe. or just, None of that matters, yeah. buddy. But you just know you're racist. That's okay. why it's a, uh, hold on. Good That's news why it's piece. a theory, Kurt. Because it isn't yeah, true. Good point. It's bogus. It's a hundred percent bogus. But remember that's that how they salon run. owner that Which got one? beat up by Nancy Pelosi? Well, I don't know what you mean by beat up. She didn't really beat up anybody, did she? Well, she, Nancy Pelosi attacked her basically, and said she saying, set her up. She, yeah, that's right. Well, yes. anyway, now um, I guess people have poured in some cash and helped raise. Uh, 310 grand for her, and the uh, North Dakota or South Dakota governor says, uh, come on up here. You'll be safe up here. So Christy Dome was inviting the salon owner to leave San Francisco and roll to South Dakota? Yes, sir. Well, good That's for her. Good, good for news. both of them. Yeah, I like that. I hope they can good jettison news. California and stand for truth. Amen. The only that. thing I don't understand about the race theory, Kurt, is how Nancy Pelosi is okay. I thought she was black. (laughs) 